Hello, Patronormalist. Thank you once again for your contribution in making this podcast better and keeping it on the air. Uh, we have story number 19 for you today. And what is it, Patty? Well, we were talking a while ago about cemeteries, and I'm actually working on a small book on the subject of haunted cemeteries. And that kind of brought me to um, a couple other stories I know. You know, there are a lot of places where cemeteries have been moved. Um, there's a story that, and there is some truth to it because there are newspaper articles to back it up, that uh, the Carnegie, one of the original Carnegie Library, was actually placed in a place where they moved the graves out to um, place the, you know, the library there. And there's all kinds of stories like that. And of course, everybody has seen the movie Poltergeist where, you know, that was built over an, a burial ground, right? But there are some really interesting and true stories of this. There's a, um, a book called the White Hope Edition. And, um, the, there was actually a movie made off of the book eventually, and it's a fascinating story. At its in its time frame, which would have been the early '80s, it was a very um, well known story. And basically, what happened is there was a, a family in um, Texas that bought a home. This was their retirement home. Everything they had, they were going to put into it from um, this real estate company, and they were building, you know, this whole like city basically of houses, this huge complex of houses, beautiful homes in an area. Then they were calling it the white hope edition and, um, excuse me, the black hope edition. I apologize. The black hope edition. Nobody knew what it meant. Nobody knew anything about it. And this couple bought their house there. They had a, um, like 19, 20 year old daughter that they moved in with them. Another daughter who was a little bit older, who had a child and, they settled into what was a gorgeous house, except the house immediately had problems. The television would turn itself on. It would flip channels. They saw snakes going through their house and they would chase after the snake and it would be gone, which had to be very frightening and creepy because I'm afraid of snakes. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and, and that caught my attention because they could never find where it went to. And it would be these huge snakes. Well, they contacted the company that sold them the house and they said well you know we are digging in ground that used to be wilderness probably they're just displaced you know reptiles and you know you just need to get an exterminator that's all there is to it all of this was done now the daughter that lived at the house with them um, started to get ill she had never had any problems in her whole life but she started to get very very sick and you know they were going to the doctors a great deal with her um, and it just got worse and worse no matter what they did. It was almost like it was um, a cancer, a leukemia or something. Her blood cell count was going down and nobody could figure out how to stop it or what to do. And there was no official diagnosis. Now, in the backyard of the, of the property, there was this great big peppercorn tree, this great big tree. And it was huge and old and scarred, having had to have been there at least 150, 200 years. And carved in the tree were some names and like little hearts or crosses and stuff like that. And nobody thought anything about it because we all know that, you know, kids carve stuff in trees. Well, as this is progressing and this family struggling with this, first of all, the woman was in the house all the time. So she's the one who's seeing it all. And her husband's poo-pooing it. And he's angry at one point because 
Here he is working all these extra hours to pay for this retirement home so they can retire and have everything they have ever wanted. And she's throwing a monkey wrench into the works, carrying on about a haunted house. It's a brand new house on ground that was never built on. What the heck is her problem? And she's still struggling. They're birds in their, they had birds in their and bird cages. The birds all died and um, not just dropped dead. I mean, like they look like something tore them to pieces and nobody could explain how that happened. The birds were still inside their cages. And again, the daughter's still getting sicker and sicker. And the other daughter comes home for a little while and her grandchild, and they talk about, you know, hearing footsteps and seeing shadows and it's just progressing. Meanwhile, she begins to find out that the neighbors are also having problems. And she is talking to one of her neighbors across the street who's getting ready to dig a swimming pool in the backyard. And while they're talking, this old African-American gentleman comes up to them. He looks to be about 80, 85 years old. And he says, you ain't digging here, are you? And the gentleman said, oh, yeah, we're going to put a swimming pool in. They're coming tomorrow. That's what they're marking everything off for today. He says, you can't be digging there. And the guy's like, why not? It's my backyard. He says, on account of, and he named like four or five people. He says, they'd be buried out there. He said, I I help dig the graves. I know they're out there. And the guy was really startled. He's like, no, that's not possible. He said, yes, sir, it is. This was the old Black Hope Edition Cemetery. And the guy went running out to talk to the construction workers and did bring the foreman over to talk to this man. And the woman's still standing there that that wrote the book. And she's she looked away for a second. And when she looked back, the guy was gone. There was nowhere for him to go. I mean, he couldn't have disappeared off the street that fast, <clears throat> but he's just gone. And that gets her started looking. So she goes to the historic society and um, she looks it up. And sure enough, this was a family farm at one time, a plantation. And after the Civil War, this entire segment of the plantation was deeded over for a community called the Black Hope. And um, the former slaves ended up, you know, living there, building houses and what have you. And the section where her um, community is, her part of the gated community is, is listed on the original maps as the Black Hope Edition Cemetery. So now she's beginning to wonder about the names on the peppercorn tree in her backyard. What does that mean? She goes to the construction company and the guy said that built the house and he's like, lady, you know, you're crazy. What the heck's your problem? Go away. Those are just old stories. Of course, we moved to graves. If there's any graves out there, we'd have moved to graves. And she's not so convinced. So. She goes to the police and she goes to the um, courthouse and she talks to them. And basically she ended up in a catch 22. She couldn't prove that she was defrauded and that there were graves on the ground unless she dug them up. You can't dig them up because it's a crime to dig up the graves. On purpose. So, no, that's what they were told her. They told her. Well, meanwhile, the guy across the street starts to dig for his swimming pool. Mm -hmm. And he does come across bones and they have the the digging which completely convinces her she's right this was the cemetery she finds out that the daughter of the people that um that owned the property during the civil war is still living in the area she's a very elderly woman and she's the one who sold the whole area mm-hmm. and um she goes to this old lady and she talks to her 
And the old lady's very sweet, very pleasant. And she says, uh, oh, yeah. She tells this story about her, her granddaddy and what have you. And she said, and I had to sell it all off. I got no heirs. And, and I, you know, and I'd either lose it to the, um, to the, um, and she threw the, uh, nursing home someday or maybe get a little profit and be able to take care of myself. So I sold it, but I tell them to leave that black hope edition section alone. And they said they was going to leave it alone because I told her that told them that was a cemetery up there and you, you best not be digging up them folks. And, um, she goes back to the courthouse and, you know, she's got this lady's testimony and all this. They don't want to hear it. Ridiculous. And only until she goes out into the backyard, she's furious. She decides she's going to dig up a body. She's going to prove that there are people buried in that backyard and that they planted that peppercorn tree as kind of a living memorial to some of these people. And the names on there are actually where the heads of these people's bodies lay. And it's at that point that their daughter dies, the one who was so ill. And it just takes the thunder out of them all. And, and they um, they end up losing the property. They end up they had a summer cabin in I believe it was in Montana or someplace. And, and they pack up their family and they just leave completely. They everybody abandons. In fact, there were multiple families who left the Black Hope edition. And um, there's no other explanation. There were bodies. It was eventually proven there were bodies buried there. The bodies had no, they didn't have tombstones like we know tombstones. Right. They were, were planted, stuff like that. So they didn't bother moving them. And I just thought, I've, I've thought about that story as I'm doing my cemetery stories. Um, and I just thought it was a really great story and I thought I would share it today. Yeah. Are we to assume that the daughter died because of these events or well she intimates that there's a correlation between the two in the book mm -hmm. that the more she dug into this the longer they lived there the more whatever was there seemed to be seeking revenge in some way hmm. but um obviously i couldn't prove that and but it was her belief that that's what happened can spirits make you sick that aren't demonic? Yes. Like they can cause you to have yeah, blood, they can draw... blood disorders and stuff? There are many stories, things that um, negative spirits that have caused illnesses and diseases to people. Hmm. Well, that's another ghostly power, I guess, to add to our list. And I have to say, but it has to be negative spirits. I mean, good people don't you know, don't tend to be that way, but there are negative spirits that do. And I know ghost stories of, you know, of places where the houses were, were haunted by positive spirits, that it was the exact opposite where mm. they did come from the family. But um, in this instance, these people were incensed that they were being, you know, forgotten and their, their bodies were being covered over with and removed. God only knows how were, you know, torn out of the ground to dig foundations and basements and what have you. And the whole place was being completely disrespected. Hmm. What's going on with it now? Do we have an update? It is still, um, it is still a housing complex. And, you know, from time to time you hear little rumors of stuff happening and what have you. But um, a lot of the original homeowners bailed and they bailed based upon 
what was going on in the property and the fact that they found that they were living, literally living above bodies, dead bodies, and they didn't want to. And the um, construction company was hugely um, rich and they, they got sued and they, they um, won the lawsuit because their argument was that they didn't know it, even though the old lady said she told them. And things at play like uh, greasing a few palms with a lot of money and stuff like that. They got away with it. But on the other hand, um, the families, the first families left. A lot of the first families left, not all. And um, subsequent people moved in. And, you know, over the course of times, it's now, what, 40, 50 years later. I'm sure there's still people living there. They have no clue as to what the property originally was um, served as. Hmm. So they're probably being haunted right now and don't know why. We should Some save them. them. We should that save them, Patty. Happened. Let's go knock on doors and say, hey. If <laughs> well, I'm sure somebody has told them because, you know, a story like that never completely dies out. That's pretty salacious. Let's let's also take down that construction company while we're at it. Let's be <laughs> let's fight for justice here. <laughs> I don't even know if the construction company still exists, but hopefully not. I hope not. Jerks. Well, anyway, <laughs> uh, there you go, patron. You know, that happens quite a lot. Yeah, it does. Too often. Um, is that in a book also? Well, actually, that, not in my books. And it, it's actually a book that, that the woman who survived it wrote. Oh. She actually, her and her, her family made a circuit of um, like all the talk shows in the, in the late 70s, early 80s. Like, um, was it Donahue and all those? They, they were on... All those shows, Talking, Maury Povich, Sally Jesse, Raphael, all those shows. Um, it was on Sightings, Inside Edition. Like they, when the book came out, the publisher made sure and saturated the media market to get the story out. And the woman, she was, you know, she was hell bent on doing this because she felt like she was tricked, she was duped, and her family suffered for it. Yeah. Well, that's good. That's what I tell people. I'm like, if you've ever been hardcore screwed you can uh write it up and put in a blog post or you can get get the word out some way nowadays you know it can't be yes. suppressed so easily and, right, and, and in her time frame because you know there wasn't any blog posting right <laughs> uh, back then that was the basically the only way to do it was to go to the national media in some way and it was so salacious that they picked it up yeah and ran with it and she had photographs and and um i remember watching her on several shows and you know, she had multiple witnesses um, to many of the events. Hmm. Okay. Well, uh, you can provide me with the book name and everything, right? And we can put it in the description. Yes. Okay. Well, thanks again, Patron Normalist, and we'll um, bring you another story next week. <laughs>